This is the Business of Leadership Series Minute with your host, the best-selling author of Don't Buy a Duck and founder of MarketingStrategyHero.com, Derek Champagne. We've got a treat today. We have the president and founder of Safe Catch Incorporated. He's been on Shark Tank, Shark Tank veteran, Sean Wittenberg. Welcome to the program. All right. Thank you so much, Derek. Appreciate the opportunity to be here with you. I love the, the make a difference first and, and look at that and make money doing it, but you are making a difference and you've stuck with it as long as you have. There's been many opportunities for you to to, to change direction, and I'm sure there's been times where you said, where you had to reflect and say, well, should I continue with this? When you hit those moments, or if you did, how, what kept you focused? I mean, obviously you have to make a difference, but were there any were there any valleys for you where you said, what am I doing? And if so, uh, how, how did you get past that? Because uh, if you had stopped two years ago, you wouldn't be in these 5,000 stores and you wouldn't be have developed this process oh. that can make a difference globally in the, in the quality of food. It's amazing. Well, we were doing some programs for, for big reasons, couples of ones. You know, I'm, I had an experience where I was, you know, went to the government and sat down with key, key people within the government to talk about these programs, um, very green, um, and thinking that we had solutions that that was to be a no-brainer for the government to be able to do more testing at no incremental cost um, and, and to be able to create a greater safeguard. And I went in there and showed them 50,000 data points and just showed them ways to protect our seafood supply chain. And I realized in this meeting just how complex the regulatory system is within the United States, really worldwide, and, and how the, they have to prioritize problems and it was it was essentially if it's not acute and it's not a disaster we don't have time to focus on it you know right. we have disasters in the way of things like this and you just so all of a sudden I just it really took a lot of air out of my sails that was definitely one of the moments where I had uh, a really really long flight home from DC um, huh. and it was pretty tough a second you know a couple other times that were really tough was uh, um, we would produce these very large um, certification programs for grocery stores, and um, we would show tests that were very successful um, on a test basis, but it would require the participation of larger seafood companies. And even though you'd show these large lifts in sales, these larger seafood companies in these certain instances would would essentially tell the grocery store chain that they no longer want to participate with this grocery store chain if they were going to produce this type of a quality assurance program because it would be too disruptive to their existing systems. So here it is, you would spend six, eight months on a test building data and supply chains and all the um, quality assurance um, and regulations and insurance and very complex systems to get set up. So getting through all those um, hurdles and then getting to a supply chain, then proving sales that there's actually a business there that was scalable, right. and then having the scaling partners walk away. Hmm. Say, no, we're, we're going to block. So all of a sudden, the, you'd sit down with this chain and say, look, we, we love what you're doing, but we can't survive as a business without these particular partners, so we can't do this. Hmm. And so all of a sudden, you'd have nine months of success with still no contract wow. so you really was those couple of experience I had that happen to me a couple of times and that's what created the pivot to the product company and saying look 
seafood companies, you know, we start building our system, going to the source, building our own supply chain so that we can build our own products. Then we'll sell to these grocery store chains, and instead of these larger companies who, don't, who wouldn't work with us, now they can p- compete against us. Right. So if you don't like what we're doing and you don't want to do it together, then you're going to do it against us, and we'll see you in the market. How's that experience that, been with price points and with, with, with customers, customer retention, and what kind of response have you gotten? Was there any challenges uh, there, or, or have you— Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's challenges. For sure, there's challenges in the beginning. I mean— we we were able to build the supply chain was was difficult but again we had steep relationships from a decade worth of work in the industry right. yeah so it's not like a new entrepreneur going into a space without some some you know strong knowledge and really relationships and we we had done a good job through our history of being um collaborative and good partners to the best of our ability and and had built a pretty good reputation among some key players as being, you know, the type of guys you want to try to, to build something with. Mm. And so we got that rolling at the supply chain rolling. And in the beginning, um, you know, certain people were concerned that we'd be too disruptive, mm. you know, we'd be too disruptive there, you know, the same reasons that the larger seafood companies, you know, didn't want to test their products. They were now trying to put influence on these different, um, outfits to not want to do business with us and say, Hey, this is going to, this is going to disrupt. And so, but go ahead. You know, Sean, something strikes me about you. You seem to be, you seem to be very patient in this, in all of this process. I know there's an urgency and a passion, but there's, there's some, how, how do you practice that? Because I know you're pivoting and you're making some smart decisions and you've, you made some amazing traction and stay true to your, to your, to your vision of making a difference. And it's gotten even bigger. Did you realize, did you uncover along the way and start seeing it was bigger? Or did you have a vision the entire time? Uh, it the entire time that it was going to be this way because yeah. I, you, you see the, the trend was there you, you have indicators in the space. So you have the, you know, other food products that shocked brands, right? Right. So you look at like, look at Chobani is a great example. Chobani right. is this Greek yogurt, you know, you have Kraft, you have Danon, two, two entrenched players. They had essentially the entire market. Um, they were competing pretty much exclusively on price and um, weren't focusing on the premium side and income Chobani, you know, and right. they come in and they buy a craft plant and they retune it for Greek yogurt. <laughs> um, they come in with something that's more expensive, almost twice the price, and then they say it's going to taste better, it's going to be better for you, and it's going to be going to pay for it, and it's going to be more expensive. And out of nowhere, you know, five years later, these guys who are the entrenched players say, yeah, 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 whatever, it's just going to be some niche little thing. Right. All of a sudden, they're, they're a third of the volume and half the dollars. <laughs> And they use the craft's own plant to eat their lunch. <laughs> and so you see, you see stuff like that happen. You see these different categories where um, innovation, well, first differentiation and then innovating on that, the point of difference in certain categories it just hasn't been done for so long. Mm. It just, or never has been done, you know? I mean, the people have been making canned tuna the same way for a hundred years. Right. Just, you know, twice cooking it, cooking away the fat soluble nutrients, machine processing, adding water, oil, putting in, and oftentimes additives like pyrophosphates and, and soy vegetable broth, and then putting it in a can and pushing it out and competing on price. And so again, we saw a category where 
where no one was looking about how do we make it healthier. We make all of our products by hand. We hand cut it. We hand pack it. Hmm. We found a whole new way to create the product that tastes better, that retains all the available nutrients. And we brought the same passion and innovation to the to the space that we did to the technology. And we said, how do we, let's not focus on price. Let's focus on how do we make the best product possible, the healthiest products. And once we do that, then we can find the efficiency. Then we can tune it down and we can iterate to get a faster process and, and, and you know, not try to compromise quality um, for price until, or ever, ever. And yeah. we'll see how good we can do. And we, we, we did a pretty, pretty lights out job. They're great. I'm really proud of our team. I'm proud of what we were able to Hey, if you're a small business owner and you need help working through some upper limit challenges, you need a board of personal advisors, you need help with your growth, go visit DerekChampagneMastermind.com.